0: to the Spanish Arpada. My name is Mm -hmm. Sarah.
1: And I am Peter.
0: And we are ranking and reviewing all of the rulers of Spain from Leobigild to Felipe VI. And this week we are going to be covering Leobigild's son, Recoret.
1: Recoret. All right. So who I now think of as the the John F. Kennedy uh, Of uh, of the family, because of course, John was not supposed to be. The chosen one, Joe Jr. was, and then the Germans had good aim and And Joe uh, ceased to be a valid. I mean, it would be almost the same as if Joe Jr. had converted to Protestantism. I, I think if Joe Jr. had converted to Protestantism, Joe Sr. would have had him killed. Well, um, Hermenegil
0: so, did convert to Catholicism from Arianism, so that's that's right. quite an interesting... Exactly.
1: Um, yeah, right yes. there.
0: All right. Well, before we get started with the biography of Recored, I wanted okay. to talk a little bit more about sources because we have a new source for this week. Oh, goody. Our source for today's King is the Proceedings from the Third Council of Toledo.
1: And as everyone knows, that was the cool Council of Toledo. The first one, they were working out the kinks. And the second one was really just a retread of the plot of the first. But by the third, they got a new director in and recast most of the key parts.
0: Well, despite (laughs) your lack of excitement, the Council of Toledo (laughs) proceedings are pretty important source documents for this time of busy Gothic history. Sometimes there just aren't any other sources. So we just right. have to look at these ecclesiastical church councils and what they talked about to get get an idea of what was even happening in space.
1: No, I mean this is we're still we're very much in the period of history where really only the clergy was writing stuff down.
0: Yeah, um, yep, and, that's the thing.
1: And they had priorities, and the priorities are generally less than, shall we say, scintillating? Most of these councils, we're not going to do a deep dive because there's there's more than three,
0: obviously. They mostly deal with religious matters and we're not really going to be bothered with that, but they touch on politics a lot as well. So that's, that's where we're going to get into them. As you mentioned, there were two councils in Toledo prior to this mm-hmm. third one, but the previous two were focused almost exclusively on Catholic church matters. So they didn't really have anything to do with our monarchs and also they both happened before leo so i didn't really discuss them.
1: does the body of christ have to be red wine can we swap in a rose for example Yes, important question
0: yeah the first council happened in the year 400 and the second council happened between 527 and 531 but the third council was called during our current monarch's reign record in the year 589. (laughs) And it's got some politics involved. So that's why it's pertinent to our episode. Interestingly enough, this council was presided over by Leander, the Bishop of Seville, who you might remember from our last episode as the one who converted Recared's older pronouns. Right, to right. Leander
1: was the. <clears throat> shall we say, inconveniently bold interferer. Uh, yes, I, yes, I do remember.
0: And, and he's the one that's presiding over this council. Mm, all right. Now, when we look at church council records, we have to take a little bit of care sometimes. They're mostly concerned with prohibiting non-normative behavior. So it's a lot of like, don't do this and don't do that. But it's hard for us to judge whether the things they talk about were common practices in Spain. Right. Like they might just be horrified because they heard of three people do, doing something they don't like, right? <laughs> it, it doesn't necessarily mean that everyone is out there doing it. Sure. And some of our councils are going to be more useful than others, but this is not going to be the last council of Toledo we look at at this podcast. So, that is our new source for today, along with the ones that I mentioned last week. We still got John of Biclaro, and we still got Gregory of Tours. All right, All right, so let's move on to biography. Oh goody. Recored. Ah, Recored. The less loved son. Yes. Now we we didn't hear anything about Leovigild's first son, Hermenegild until Leovigild became king. Right. Mm-hmm. But we really don't hear anything about his second son, Rectorat until *Hermenegild* revolts. So just nobody has
1: written anything about his his early life. Well, he was I mean, he was the backup. I mean, he, he was, was sort despair. of there. Yeah. He, yes. There's one exception.
0: In 578, the year before Hermenegild marries his step Missingotis, Leovigild founds a city near Toledo, and he names mm. it Recopolis
1: after Recared. <laughs> As in, I forgot to get you a birthday present, but here. Yeah, it seems like a really sad consolation prize. Yes.
0: Do I get to rule over the city? No. No. Uh, am I going to c- collect the taxes from this? No. Uh,
1: is there a pizza parlor? No. <laughs> no.
0: There was a mint. They put a mint there. Oh but, well, that's that's something. And, and nothing to do with the record, though. Just just they put his name on it. That's it. So when Hermenigil- uh, well, if you
1: consider if you consider the uh, the back and forth thing with coins, naming a town with a mint in it after your son might be a, an up yours to the the older son. I mean, could be, mm-hmm. could be, definitely a rivalry there. Yes. So when Hermenegild dies
0: suspiciously while in exile,
1: yes, accidentally falling down a staircase made of knives and yes. poison just can't uh, believe that happened it you know third time this week <laughs> you just gotta you his gotta last words were something to the effect of my father sent assassins to kill me but who knows what that meant in context no clue mm-hmm.
0: anyway Recored becomes more prominent in leova guild's kingship after that mm-hmm. right now record has a son remember who is named after his uncle yuva but he and the child's mother weren't married Oh, OK. Right. So Leo Elvengill tries to set up a marriage between Recared and the daughter of another Frankish king, Chilperic. OK. And remember that betrothal fell through because Chilperic died and they left the princess out in the woods.
1: <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. As in uh, your credit card is no longer valid. We yep. are going home.
0: Uh, so then Recared has to hustle and he eventually gets married to Leo's mother. Who was a commoner, a woman named Bado or Bedo? Right. But he does he does have to get married real quick because now he's the heir.
1: Is the first child retroactively legitimized, or is he this is just? He is
0: retroactively legitimized. Okay. Okay. When, once they get married, then then it's like okay, this is All right. this is a legitimate son. All right. Good. So Rekorad then starts to take on a lot of the battling between the Goths and the Franks that's mm-hmm. going on right now. Remember that after Hermenegild dies and his widow Ingundis has to flee Spain and then she dies, mm-hmm. the Frankish King Gunthram is peeved, to say the least. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Ingundis was his niece and Gunthram felt like he was treated pretty horribly by the Goths for her entire marriage and... I kind of get the sense he also wanted an excuse to go to war.
1: Yeah, to on the Spain. other hand, if you've never been snubbed by a Goth, you you really don't know what it is to be frozen out. I suppose <laughs> not. Anyway, Guntram <laughs> makes plans to invade Spain,
0: and Leovigild says wreck around up north to fight the Franks. He recaptures Toulouse in 586, and he reaches Narbonne by 587. Although, interestingly enough, there's a new chronicle that we'll be looking at soon called The Chronicle of Fredegar, a Frankish source, and it states that Guntram doesn't lose these battles. He just has to retreat from Septimania because the army contracts
1: a sickness there. Ah, I see. So, boy, we're really bending over on the technicalities of this one.
0: Yeah, it's like a sickness. Sure, Jan. Sure. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, this is this is a, a win in the sense that Canadian girlfriend is, yes. a, is a companion. Sure. Gotcha.
0: Exactly. <laughs> so Leovigild died shortly thereafter and Recared is crowned king in 587. So it did work.
1: Leovigild's plan to
0: get his favorite son. Favorite son.
1: Yes. It's a technicality, but a technicality is still a win. We've yes. we've just established that.
0: So Recared decides he wants to tie up some loose ends from his father's reign before he goes on to do his own thing. I'm guessing this
1: involves violence.
0: Well, within 10 months of his coronation, red converts to Catholicism and calls the Third Council of Toledo to affirm that he and all of the kingdom would be Catholic now. Ah! Yep. Okay. And then That's he orders a... all Aryan books to be collected and burnt.
1: Oh, boy. Yeah. I'm sure this was very popular.
0: <laughs> it's kind of an amazing turnaround. Like... His father has not even been dead for a year. Right. And he immediately goes, all right, no no more of that.
1: Right. If Leova could come back to life, this would be a a real disappointment. I'm sure. Yeah. Okay.
0: And back to Lucent's. Next, Hmm. he has Sisbert, the murderer of his brother Hermenegild, killed. This is mm. the assassin that killed him while right. he was in exile. Right, he
1: dies in. Sisbert's apparently- last words were, "But you told me to." No, 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 no. Shush, 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 shush. Sisbert apparently dies in a horrible and gruesome way, which of course,
0: Jonathan Claro does not elaborate on. Oh,
1: yeah, that would. Be Although, fun, given but- the time, given the time, a horrible. I mean, that had to be pretty spectacular. There had to be all animals bad. and heated instruments involved.
0: I'm sure. Oh, all right. Okay, but then after this, after Sisbert has been brought to justice, yes, and I am not joking here at all. for is never mentioned again in Spain.
1: Oh, okay. Never. Yeah, I can I can see that. Yeah. For
0: example, Gregory the Great, who was Pope at the time, mm-hmm. writes in a letter about Recared's conversion. Right. And he writes, quote, following not his faithless father, but his martyr brother was converted from the perverseness of the Arian heresy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. So a Spanish source later quoted this letter in its own writing. But in the Spanish source it reads, quote, following not his faithless father, but Christ the Lord, Ooh. was converted from the
1: perverseness of the Arian heresy. Wow. That is a Stalin level of erasure. Just yeah, completely he, gone. He was never here. It was Jesus that carried you on the beach. That's really exactly. what was happening this Despite whole time. the
0: fact that Hermetic Guild probably should have been considered a martyr in the Catholic Church. Very much so. Yeah, Yeah. no, he is not spoken of again. Wow, okay. (laughs) In the Spanish sources. Just goes to show, win or shut up. (laughs) But now wreck is ready to go into the future with a unified Mm -hmm. Catholic kingdom as the son of an extremely successful king who never, ever had a brother that his father loved more than It never
1: happened. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Well, you know, as he's a Catholic now, so pretending horrific stuff that happened in the past didn't happen is going to come to him very naturally. I suppose so, yeah. <laughs> However, as you alluded to,
0: quite a lot of the Goths were pretty happy being Aryan. Yeah. And uh, it's not long before the rebellions start happening. Okay, yeah. Yeah. In 588, which is right. one year after Recared ascends to the throne. Mm-hmm. The Arian bishop of Merida, a guy named Suna, who had been appointed by Leo the Guild, receives word from Recared that he was out of a job, basically. Sure. Masona, who is the Catholic bishop of Merida, would now be the only bishop in town. Right. So Suna could convert and mm-hmm. maybe get another lesser posting. Or Mm -hmm. he could be punished. Suna chose sneakiness. He gets the support of the local count in Merida, a guy named Sega, and together they plot to kill Masona
1: and then kill Recared and then put Sega on the throne. I see. Yes. That's not so much sneakiness as it is slaughter us, but let's let's see how that pans out. It is, but, you know, red gave him two choices, convert or punishment. And he, he did go for he, option three. He went for door number three. Mm-hmm. Yep. What's right? the chef's special? I'll, maybe I'll order that.
0: Unfortunately, the attempt to kill Masona fails,
1: and Suna is
0: betrayed by a co-conspirator named Witterick. Okay. So the Duke of Merida is a guy named General Claudius. He puts the revolt down. Mm. That's revolt number one. Okay. In 589, the dear John letter reaches Septimania, and the Bishop of Narbonne, Athaloc, discovers that he too is out of a job. Of course it does. Again, he's Arian. Right. I mean, writing's on
1: the wall here. If you're an Arian bishop at this point, maybe just either start filling out your CV or convert. Pick one. And some did convert. At the Third Council of
0: Toledo, there are a couple of Gothic names that are signing. But most of the names are Hispano-Roman. Most of the Goths did not want to convert right. at all. So just like Suna, Athaloc rallies support from the local nobles, and then he adds some spice by calling on Guntram. The king oh, of, of Guntram's course. Guntram's more than
1: happy to help. I was going to say, hey, remember this? Yeah, yeah, right. This situation? Step in. He's
0: happy to. So red sends his general Claudius... With and this is from the sources, three hundred men against sixty thousand francs.
1: Okay, somebody heard the story of Sparta and That's learned exactly the wrong lessons. <laughs> mm, we should probably not take this seriously, right? However,
0: even if we take it slightly seriously and, and say that okay, they were outnumbered, mm-hmm. they still won a decisive victory. Really. Yes, they did. The Goths beat the Franks at this at this battle and put down the rebellion. Again, the Frankish source, the Chronicle of Fredegar, states that Guntram's army was cut to pieces, quote, through the negligence of Boso, its commander. Uh-huh. So again, it wasn't Guntram's fault. Uh,
1: yeah, no, of course not. Why why would it be? It couldn't no. be. Don't be silly.
0: Nope. Also, it never happened. <laughs> it's it's not mentioned. Gregory of Tours doesn't mention it. Uh-huh. In there was also a second plot in five eighty nine headed by none other than good old Goswinta. Remember, oh. she was the dowager queen that ah, was yes. married. Right, she's the one that hates Catholics, throwing Gundis into the baptismal fonts. Yes, all that great stuff. Recored stepmother and virulent Catholic
1: hater. Right. Yeah.
0: However, this plot was discovered before it got anywhere. The conspirators were
1: punished. It is remarkable how nobody can just keep their damn mouths shut.
0: No, 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 no. Now, Reccared did eventually come to terms with Goswintha. I think she was a little too powerful to exile and, and, and all that.
1: Well, she was scary. She I mean, based scary. on everything we've heard, yeah, she she strikes me as just the sort of person who could sort of Maggie Smith her way out of every situation, just really stare at you until you peed yourself and apologized.
0: Now, John of Biclaro also mentions a fourth plot against mm-hmm. Recared in five ninety, headed by a man called Argamund, but it appears that this plot was also discovered before being carried out. Right, the four Aryan revolts in the first three years. Uh-huh. He's popular, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah Now, at some point during this time, Queen Bado dies. So Recared is now a widower. So he thinks, you know what? It didn't work out the last time, but maybe I could get betrothed to a Frankish princess.
1: Why not? It's Why it's, not? it's always in good taste. Yes.
0: So he gets betrothed to Claudicent. This is Ingundis's sister,
1: okay, right. Claudis, uh, I'm sorry, It's spell. Say that again. Claudicent. Claudicent. Okay, got it. Yes, it, it doesn't I mean, exactly it, trip off the tongue.
0: It doesn't. <laughs> but hey, if his brother can marry a step niece, why can't he? Indeed. You know? <laughs> totally fine. The trouble is, they can only get married if Guntram approves. Uh oh. And he doesn't want to approve. Of course, Guntram. he doesn't. Even though the war is over by this point, he's right. still kind of upset. I and I don't get it because Ingundis was Childebert's actual sister, and Childebert doesn't care. Right. So I don't know why Guntram keeps, you know, bothering. Yeah. Anyway, the worst part of this is that before Gregory of Tours tells us what Guntram's final decision is, the book mm. ends, and we never find out if they
1: get married. Oh, the series got canceled after it a cliffhanger. Oh,
0: it's not in any other
1: sources. I so mean, oh.
0: I mean that kind of indicates that the marriage never happened. Probably not, but still. But it's a hell of a cliffhanger. Yeah. There's not really much else to say about Ricared's reign after putting down all those revolts. Oh, really? Yeah, he never calls another church council and he rules for fifteen mostly peaceful years before dying a natural death in the year 601 in Toledo.
1: Oh, that's very disappointing. It is. Great to live under 15 peaceful years, but narratively speaking, come on, man. You know, just <sighs> I mean, he, he kinda dropped Catholicism on Spain. And then well, like, I mean boom. and I was going to say and he if we're talking about the first spanish king who is a catholic that's a big deal obviously that's that's going to be a big deal and arguably and again i'm just speculating here it strikes me that if we're looking at a country that is divided between two It's not even really two religions, two doctrines. Then the person who just sort of decisively comes down on one side is, has to be considered important.
0: Well, we said the same thing about Leovigild. We discussed in the last episode that he probably wasn't very religious. He was more politically religious, but he was committed.
1: Right. Using violence. Again, doesn't sound as though Reccared was as violent.
0: No, it doesn't. Which is disappointing. Well, here we go.
1: Shall we raid him? I suppose so. Our
0: first category is Conquistadores. So, Reccared didn't conquer any new territory. Right. Unlike his father, who took, you know, some land from the Byzantines and some land from the Basques. He didn't conquer any new territory. Right. But he did have to fight a lot. Yes, yes. Isidore of Seville puts it like this. Quote, he seemed not so much to be waging wars as to be exercising his people to keep them fit end
1: quote. Mm, full marks for consistency. I feel like, you know, this is, this is somebody who the long distance runner cardio level of sustainability I am impressed with, but, yes. but I'm not seeing anything terribly exciting. I'm not impressed. And, yeah. and if the borders are the same, they're exactly the same. There's then no then I team. really, yeah, I'm not, uh,
0: uh, the only and he doesn't that, even conquer any Frankish lands when he was right doesn't conquer any Frankish
1: lands, mind you. I want to be fair. I will say, especially when kingdoms are just starting out, and and there is a transition of power, it is very common for for kings to lose territories. You're always sort of swimming upstream on that one, and so he didn't lose any land. So I'm not right. going to like give him a zero or negative points. But and he didn't put down those revolts, and he did put down those revolts. But I can't see myself going above. A three, honestly, on this one. I, I will I will do a three. I was thinking um, a two. So yeah, that's a five. I, the next one is
0: diga. No Isidore reports that Recared was kind and mild, which is very nice and very boring. Oh yeah. I mean and the Third Council of Toledo even includes prohibitions on singing burial songs, beating your chest at funerals, dancing on
1: Saints days. so Oh seems like my fun sponge. This guy makes Calvin Coolidge look like a party hound. However, mm-hmm. we can't leave this section without
0: talking about Recorette's treatment of the Jews. That's never a good start. It's never a good start. It's never a good start. So one of the things that we are going to see over and over again in the Councils of Toledo is the Mm -hmm. stating and restating of laws and prohibitions that pertain only to Jews. Uh, It's going to be something that happens over and over throughout this this
1: point of history. You know, Blank's treatment of the Jews is never followed by free candy and subsidized education. It's never good. Well, these... Laws and prohibitions wax and wane in their severity over
0: the years. And okay. actually, the stuff that's written in the third council of Toledo is not the worst that we're gonna see. Uh-huh. But it doesn't mean that they weren't there and that they don't reflect a bigotry against Jewish people. Right. So let's right. let's kind of talk what's in the third council of Toledo. Mm-hmm. In the Third Council of Toledo, it is mandated that Jews may not have Christian wives, concubines, or slaves. And Ugh. that if they do, and they produce children, that those children should be baptized
1: Christian. Mm-hmm.
0: It also prohibits Jews from holding a post where they would have to punish Christians, such as being a judge. Uh, right? Okay. Now, neither of these strictures probably bothered the Jewish population very much, right? Mm-hmm. Since mm-hmm. a child has to be born to a Jewish mother to be considered a Jew anyway.
1: Right. right? That's true. So if That's a Jewish true.
0: man married a Christian woman and had kids, then... That doesn't right. really have any bearing on the Jewish population. Right. And there were very few Jewish people that held public posts anyway. Sure. So uh, they were kind of an insular community at this time. Right. However, this is the beginning of some pretty horrible laws coming down the pike. Yeah. Yeah. So do we want to give them some points for... <sighs> yeah. And the only other yeah. thing I have for this category is that it, the possibility that Queen Bato was Reckorent's concubine. And then he has to get married in a hurry to make Liu legitimate. Right. That's right. the only other
1: thing. Marrying a commoner is always fun, but it's not. Ugh. Putting anti-Semitism into law is always gross. So, it so is. there has to be an acknowledgement of that. But, <coughs> but even in that respect, he, he's not. He's not doing anything particularly interesting. He's just doing sort of basic level. Jim Crow level non, I mean, just absolute gross nonsense. Just Um, keeping people apart, but it's not not
0: genocide. It's not forced conversion.
1: Right. Right. Uh, Again, not, not inclined to go above three on this one. I was Um, also thinking of three. And also, and really that's just because people are going to take that and make it way worse so we have to give you credit for starting it but no i mean all right credit well yes credit in the sense that you know we give mussolini credit for creating fascism as a nationally as a feasible national you know that kind of thing exactly Uh,
0: so that's a three from you and a three for me that's
1: yes okay our next category right. is
0: orthodoxia.
1: I think we got to give him high marks for that one. We do. He converted from heresy to Orthodoxy. Yeah, and then converted the whole country. A- and He's then, got to yeah, score well. absolutely. It doesn't sound as though he was, you know, necessarily engaging on a truly spectacular series of of religious purges or anything. But <laughs> he really did snap right into, you know, the the proper. Uh, basically, I, I think in terms of Orthodoxy, this is uh, Orthodoxy. I think that's got to be his highest marks.
0: Yeah. And it, there's no indication that he didn't take this seriously. Right. Like, like right. we have some letters where, you know, someone wrote to him asking for advice on becoming a monk. Right. He, he took an interest in these kinds of things. You know, it wasn't I mean, I personally do think it was a political Choice. I think he looked around and he saw every other kingdom in the area being Catholic, and decided I, that it was better for the country as a whole.
1: Right, but, and we're we're what in the in the five eighties five eighties five or six oh one is when he died. So, right. Yeah. I mean, okay. the The empire is collapsing, but everybody is. But but Rome is still a thriving concern. Mm-hmm. Read the room. You know, Catholicism is definitely the wave of the future. Yes, um,
0: but I but I also think he genuinely. Uh, believed. Yeah, actually really- <laughs> He was this firing
1: like- bishops. That's usually something you do if you if you've had a con- if your conviction, you know. Yes, I
0: okay. have no idea whether this actually happened because it kind of sounds like a trope. But mm. Gregory of Tours reports that uh, before Red converts to c- Catholicism, he convenes a debate between himself and several bishops in oh. five eighty seven, and they argue it out, and he is finally convinced of the of the truth of Catholicism.
1: I see. Of course, that yeah, that's that- one of those debates where everybody gets their script to. Days in advance. All right, learn your lines.
0: According to Isidore, Recared also restores personal and church wealth that had been confiscated by Leovigild.
1: (laughs) Right, we I do remember that Leovigild sort of pulled a Henry VIII on that one. Well, it's and he he gives it. And if you're giving money. If you're the king and you're giving money to the church, that's genuine faith. Pretty that's, good. Yeah, that is pretty good. I'm going to give him at least a seven and I could be argued uh, to to go upward. But I, I feel that this is definitely his strong category.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. I, I yeah. don't feel like an eight or nine just because there were so many revolts. He right. said they were all Catholic, but obviously there's a large minority in the country that's not going along with them.
1: Right, right. And it's going no. to cause problems for the next couple of kings. Right. But no, I would definitely I'll, I'll give him a seven. Okay. That one. Sure. So that is a 14 for mm-hmm. Yeah, Nicely done. Last category is El Resto. Mm-hmm.
0: So remember that series of statues that I mentioned in the last right. episode? Yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, unfortunately, there are eight statues that are sitting on the wrong pedestal. Oh, God. Right? The original statues were moved someplace else, and mm-hmm. then these statues were moved back onto the pedestal, and the original statues were lost.
1: And that's why you have to have a fully bonded contractor. You do. <laughs>
0: but Recoret's pedestal is one of these. Oh. By which I mean Recoret's statue was moved off of its pedestal, another right. monarch's statue was put on the pedestal, and then
1: Recoret's statue was lost. Thus so indicating how respected and fondly thought of he was.
0: Well, interestingly enough, this happened to Leovigild's pedestal too. Leovigild's hmm. pedestal has Alaric on there. Oh Leovigild's statue was moved because they thought it was so important.
1: I see. I see right? I see. So they, that's okay. why he's in
0: the Plaza de Oriente. All right. Anyway, we don't have any statue.
1: Okay. That's too bad
0: well we we do have something that we didn't have before an illumination ooh this is this is an illustration oh from the third council of
1: toledo <laughs> uh this guy here is recared so lifelike nice hat i yeah no the headwear is Spectacular! If it that is. is in any way reflective of reality, I like this guy a lot more than I than I did previously. Because dull as his life was, his headgear is amazing. Kind of looks watch,
0: like he's wearing bell bottoms,
1: right? I have been watching The Gilded Age okay. these days, which is the the Julian Fellows series on HBO. Uh, it nice is hats. it is his his American follow up to right. Downton Abbey, and the hats are glorious. That's and what
0: everybody I talk to says. Yes, and and hats. this
1: is and this is and this is one of those hats. This is one of those <laughs> hats where you just have to say you're obviously very important. Um, i mean none of the other bishops have hats like that. no none of the other bishops have hats like that i'm a little concerned about his fingers i'm um, a
0: little concerned about i mean he's holding him out in some kind of benediction but then he, his other hand is on his stomach and it's like oh, he's pregnant is, is yeah he, no
1: it's done well that is a pregnancy uh hand pose to me it is um, there's even a little bump pinky is just inhumanly long yeah uh the the artist. I can't wait for the discovery of perspective. It yeah. really does. But as Illuminations go, I have to say, I, I have some experience with medieval manuscripts. As Illuminations go, this isn't bad. This is actually, okay. uh, there's been some effort to add folds to the garments. Yeah, the clothing. Um, so some effort was made uh, here to do detail. What they are wearing on their feet fascinates me. They kind of look like, you know how... <sighs>
0: women, they can wear pantyhose or they can just wear knee highs. Yes. And I then
1: the nylon rolls down. So it looks like. Rolls exactly. Down they nylon all look sockets. like they have rolled down knee highs, yeah. which if that's a look, why not? And I mean, then that tends to that- be
0: what happens to knee highs by the end of the day. Got to be right. honest. That yes. Hold them up with stuff. Isn't that great?
1: Fair, fair enough. I'm wondering what he is sitting on as he is clearly seated, but there is no chair beneath him.
0: There is not. Um, and. Kim seated is the same height as everybody else. As everybody
1: standing. else, so is he a giant? I mean, obviously, yeah. Yeah, he straightened
0: um, up, he'd be quite a lot larger. Right. Than the rest.
1: Although, given who his father was, it would not surprise me if he were a bit brutish. Inside. Well, let's
0: take a look at the painting. You really okay, liked Leobigild's painting last yes. time. Okay. Here's Recoret's painting.
1: Okay. Oh, forgive me. I know this is. I know that we've been rated clean, so please be ready to bleep this out. I will. Oh. He did not look like that.
0: <laughs> well, he has the same kind of hair and beard that Leovigild had in the last bait. I will say that. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but come the hell on. First of all, how many more crosses can we fit into the room? <laughs> There's a uh, lot. I mean, dear Lord, pardon the pun. No, <laughs> no. And of course he's, no, that man has, uh, he bathes clearly. He bathes. And I do not believe in this. It's the most ridiculous thing
0: again these were painted in the 19th century and they're very fanciful that's right you can see that his hand is on that scroll it says the third council of toledo right of course he's kind of looking up as if to the heavens or possibly trying to remember if he left
1: the stove on. Yes. Checking in with divine approval. And also, yes, his pin code has just escaped him. Yeah. I mean, he actually looks like an extra from a production, from a good production of Macbeth. That's nowhere near what the human being himself looked like. I'm
0: sure it's not. So I do like his, like, long johns. Yes. On, his, um, yes. on his arms and his legs. That's a fun yes.
1: pattern. Uh, yes, that's right. He, he does yes. look like he's wearing a jumper underneath. He's well-dressed. It's just utterly fanciful. Why not just put him in a Spider-Man outfit while you're I at know. it? That's,
0: and then the last physical thing I have for uh, record Ed, is the coin.
1: Uh, looks a lot like his father, doesn't he? It does, but um, the boring one of his father. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's very boring. At some point, Newmanism is going to catch up with the ability to do hair. Let's hope. And, and dear because, dear God, they look like they look like English judges. They do. Um, I mean, they that's really like what they look those like. They, they look like they're wearing the the wig of an English judge, and that's very silly. And they all have skeleton bodies.
0: So that's the physical culture we have left behind. Other things right. that we have left behind from him. He has one son.
1: Yes. Okay.
0: Who becomes Liuva the right. Second?
1: Um, right. He rules
0: for fifteen years. Yes. Five eighty six to six o one.
1: Right. And he has a completely boring death. Again, don't get me wrong. If if we're rating him in terms of kings I would like to live under, mm-hmm. then if I were Catholic, yeah, this guy sounds great. Basically, he fifteen boring years. That's that's the opposite of the supposed Chinese curse of may you live in interesting times. But we're not rating him for that. We're rating him for no. is is this a good story? And no, it's it's really not. I mean, yeah. I mean, the yeah.
0: illumination
1: is nice. The illumination is great. Seen, yes, I, I do. Seen I like for many other things. Right. I like the, the illumination. The third uh, council
0: it, of Toledo is
1: super interesting. Yes, and it's easy to see why why Rome likes him. So yeah, I'm uh wow. Just for the illumination, mostly, I'll give him a four. But it that feels high. Um, it is a
0: little high. I'm yeah. also going to give him a four. For the Illumination and for the Third Council of Toledo. Yeah. Okay. Good, all right. good artifacts to leave behind.
1: Right. From. And always you know 15 years on the throne yeah he must have been he, he he was clearly doing something right he was clearly political stability at this time period usually does have to come at the end of a sword it so does. and he he was pretty calm the thing of it is i don't get any negative impressions from this guy apart from the anti-semitism yeah but 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 not interesting
0: yeah so this gives Recared a final score of 33, three points less than his father. So so I guess that leads us to our last question, huh?
1: Oh, it's a, or fuera? this is a pretty easy one, particularly yeah, if we think? compare him with his father. <laughs> That's this, the this, thing. This would be Fuera. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm just I, I'm just declaring straight up Fuera.
0: Yeah, I, I think I have to agree with you. Right.
1: He's. He's super
0: important, but yes. it's just—I don't know. I don't see him as a king right. signing that charter. See, I don't think it. I don't see him as having the personality to write Yoel and No,
1: it. no, no, no. The guy who is always constantly looking upwards to see if God is gonna pat him on the head is definitely holding not a cross El- in each hand. Yeah, no, he is not a Yoel Rey. Tight. He is no. not. Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. All
0: right. So we are not uh, awarding the Fuero to record Yes. Alas. No. Sorry. Well, if you disagree with us, please get in touch with us to let us know what you think. We are please on do. both Twitter and Facebook at yes. the Spanish Arpada. You can send us an email at Spanisharpada at gmail.com. Yeah, it's been really fun following the uh, the different social media. A lot of people are getting yes, really has. interested. They're in they're being dot. very
1: nice to us. I'm they very, are. I'm delighted.
0: I'm also delighted. <laughs> we'll do something like, oh, what was it that Jotelas Reiki did? Harry Truman, wasn't it? Yes. Oh and everyone
1: exploded. And I was one of those people who exploded. I I was so angry with Rob and Jamie, delightedly angry, but but yes. very angry. Just so so we'll get to, we'll get to one, okay. I'm sure. And we should in. I, I just sort of would want to mention that I I think that Rob and Jamie are coming back. And we yes. might want to sort of, I, I think others already know that, but we want to mention Totalus Rankium took a little break and we're very happy to have them coming back.
0: Just, just By the time little, this is released, hopefully right. they should have a, an episode
1: out. I also want to say though, that if they want, I feel as though maybe our success is, is due to not having them to listen to. So if they want to take a longer break, um, <laughs> please, Rob, please, Jamie, don't feel like you have to come back right away. Give us no, episodes. I need to know what happens. <laughs> oh too. yeah, no, it's Part true. Two. It's true. I, I you can am, release I am that joking. one and then maybe take a little holiday. Yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Oh, okay. Recommendation. All right. Um, My recommendation is another book that I am reading. It is called "A Libertarian Walks Into a Bear." It is Is about that
0: town in New Hampshire.
1: Yes, it is. (gasps) It is about Grafton, New Hampshire, which is a town in which libertarians took over, gutted all services, and then they were attacked by bears. It is so delightful from start to finish because it is a slow moving. Crash of two trains into one another, and the trains are full of the most awful people in the world. So <laughs> you are you are absolutely rooting for the bears to eat everyone. So it is, and in particular, I really want to praise the author who has one of the least melodic names, and I say that as somebody who's been listening to Visigoth names, Matthew Hengoltz Hetling. That is okay. that is, and that last name is a it but he is. Really, just a delightful wordsmith. If you like Sarah Vowell, if you like Bill Bryson, that kind of really snarky and warm and smart and funny storytelling it's just it's it's just a wonderful wonderful book. So That's I'm great. really enjoying it and I think other people would too.
0: I'm also going to recommend a book, Mm -hmm. and this book is by bell hooks, "Teaching to Transgress." So I, I have to admit, I had never read any bell hooks until her passing. Mm -hmm. I, I, of course, I'd known about her and her amazing contributions, but I, I had nothing else,
1: you know, releasing us from the tyranny of capital letters.
0: Yes, (laughs) but I had never actually read any of her writings so Mm -hmm. teaching to transgress was actually recommended to me by one of my fellow professor friends it's about the purpose of education. it's like a series of essays and the, the title comes from the fact that her her thesis is that education should encourage us to transgress the artificial boundaries that we mm-hmm. put up of, of class of race of gender and mm-hmm. and, and move beyond and uh, achieve more than what what we think we can based on these kind of characteristics that we're born into. It's it's quite, you know, she was a a professor as well.
1: I I actually studied her a little bit in grad school Mm -hmm. as part of my training to become a teacher. I studied her, uh, Gloria Anzaldúa. But that movement of breaking away from the very white male, you know, Canon, shut up and sit down and listen. Vision of education to something that is much more enabling, encouraging, diverse was a really important part of my my training to be a teacher. So. Yeah,
0: it's also a really
1: good read. You know, when, yes.
0: when you think of these cultural icons, you think of things that are dense and mm-hmm. full of ideas, and this is, but it's not difficult. Mm. to read it's not a slog at all
1: yeah i liked oh, okay. her uh octavio paz that was somebody also th- that oh I read. that's a good who one can too. write oh my gosh oh yeah so, so. all right
0: well all right. thanks for joining us this week join us next time right. our next monarch is going to be liuva Second, the okay. son of recorrent yes all right, all right. So tune in for that
1: one
0: all right <laughs> bye bye